0: Ash? Taryn? <laughs> Hi. Um, I picked this fun fact. Yeah. Because I was like, this will throw you off. Okay. you'll hate this. And uh, I feel like we need to show every emotion, yeah. Ashley. The people need to see you angry. Is this is gross. It is disgusting. What kind of ill? What kind of ill? Um, if you don't know, Ashley's a clean freak. She <laughs> loves to clean the I'm, house. I'm uncomfortable just thinking about this. Um, did you know? what the main ingredient in household dust is. (laughs) Isn't it like dead skin?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I knew that.
0: That is so gross. It says that humans shed around 200 million skin cells each hour. Oh my God. Each hour. And they have to go somewhere when you're indoors. So every time we're dusting and vacuuming... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh we're my basically God. just inhaling each other. Oh, ew. Ew.
1: <laughs> I hate that.
0: We are one. I
1: hate that. <laughs> Don't.
0: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... Six one since that matters. And...
1: Welcome to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. That is Taryn. This yes. is Unsolicited Advice, where you guys send in stories, and we advise you on them.
0: Yeah. Um, how you been, Taryn? I've been great. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> great. Everyone's like, oh my God, is she dating someone? No. No. <laughs> um, no. I got a Quest 2 VR headset. She's been playing it nonstop. Okay, first of all, I don't want to brag, but I also will. Um, I'm, like, really good at Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. on Expert. Mm-hmm. Really good, mm-hmm. and so I just play that all the time. But I did flare up an old sports injury, and I'm having problems <laughs> raising my right arm. It is very so. active.
1: Yeah, I mean, I apparently you don't have to play this way, but I was squatting. I was like, oh yeah, b- jumping around. But and, you get
0: more points for that, and that's what people don't uh, know. No one told me that. Yeah,
1: because Brett, I felt
0: like you were laughing at me because I was squatting oh, I was, down so I low. I was laughing so hard because the when the box is okay. This is well, people might know if you know you the, know when the big like structures come at you you mm-hmm. mainly only have to dodge them with your head oh. but you were like jumping side to side and i was laughing because i was like you're the one that like would hit a wall <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> being oh, like, like, like physically hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit a wall in the house <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: trying to play yeah for yeah, sure but for it's sure. been
0: great but yeah i'm having massive shoulder issues <laughs> I've always known, like, I think I have to get, like, shoulder surgery eventually. And, um, yeah, it's kind of scary. But oh, no. Oh, no. You know? Not the old high you school gotta do it for injury flare-up. <laughs> no, I've always wanted to say that. Oh, it's an old sports injury.
1: <laughs> Anywho, how are oh, you, shoot. Oh, so good. I went snowboarding this last week. And it was so much fun. It was my first, like, trip of the season. I plan on going a lot more. I definitely fell so hard and really? like bruised my butt really is it bad mostly your butt yeah I okay. fell on my like right cheek specifically and what's so funny is like it wasn't even like an epic thing I went down like some pretty steep stuff with a group of friends no problems like, yeah I mean I, I wasn't really pushing myself is, I was though. just like chilling um, and then I go on a green to practice carving specifically and ate shit Just like full on, just like slipped. It was a flat green and I just like caught an edge and then just fell back on my butt. And I I took an Epsom salt bath. I was very concerned. It was hard to sit on for a while, but I'm doing much better today. Yeah. Thank God.
0: What is the season of snowboarding? Like, is it a specific time or it just has to do with snowfall? Uh, It's usually, I mean, it's always in the winter
1: and it just depends on when the snow falls. Mm.
0: I've always wondered that. Yeah, because people are always like yeah,
1: to keep track. And then once it's like once it's snowed and it stayed, then it's time. Got it. That's when it starts. Good to know. And then the latest I've ever gone was like April. If you go to Mammoth in April, it's still pretty cold there. Cool. Yeah. Also, guys, we have some really fun conversations on this podcast. You guys already know you're the you're yes. in the UA fam, so you, the, you're well aware of that. Um, we do continue these conversations on our socials, on Instagram. So if you don't follow us there, you a thousand percent should. Um, we have a good time there. Also, if you're sitting on any kind of amazing story or a sticky situation or even just something funny and lighthearted, please write it in. Yes. Taryn and I yes. want to know it. all the details. Um, yeah. This is your sign. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into our Tearing It Up segment. As you guys know, Tearing It Up is the segment where you guys send in funny stories. Yes. We love a funny story. This one is titled Airport Boyfriend.
0: Ooh,
1: I've had a few of those (laughs) in my mind. (laughs) I've had a few of those in my day. Yeah. Um, Hi, Taryn and Ashley. I would like to remain anonymous, but you can know my name. My name is blank. I'm not going to say it, obviously, for obvious reasons. First off, I just want to say I love y'all the mostest, and y'all are so funny. You give great advice, and I look forward to it every Monday now. I don't think this plays into the story at all, but I am an Enneagram 4. P.S. Sorry if this is all over the place. No, you're doing great so far. Um, (laughs) Also, if you don't know what the Enneagram is, it's a personality quiz. Um, that Taryn and I have honestly like really like dove into the last three years and are big fans of, and we have a whole series on it. So if you want to listen and learn more, listen to our Enneagram series. Yep. Okay. Today I have a tearing it up for y'all. My tearing it up begins at the Chicago airport at the beginning of January in 2020. I am from Texas and I had been in Chicago with my mom visiting a friend and seeing Hamilton, which <gasps> was life changing. If you don't know. Now you know Taryn and I are huge Huge Hamelheads. Hamelheads. I think that's what the fan base is, is called. Also, I could have just made Also, that also up. did you hear I was like and if you don't know now you know. Yeah. They say that in Hamilton. Yeah they do. Mm-hmm. I was, I thought I was being really clever and I was hoping you'd remark on it. I was to too be busy honest. thinking of I'm upset. Hamelhead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, my mom and I were in Chicago airport waiting to board our flight back to Texas. We had about an hour till our flight boarded, so I sat down in a chair at our gate and read my book that I had brought. I looked up for a moment and saw a super all caps cute guy sit down a couple rows away from me. It looked like he was with his mom as well. I didn't get a great look at his face, but I just thought he looked super cute. He had curly hair and an amazing style. It was time to board the flight, and he and his mom boarded before my mom and I. My mom and I boarded the plane, and I looked to my left to see a cute to see the cute airport guy sitting there, but with a hat on and a sleeping mask on. Guy was ready to knock out, apparently.
0: That's, it's the mystery of it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see there's studies that are saying people find... And again, fact of fiction. We don't know. I saw it on someone's story. Uh-huh. But, was saying people find people with masks on yeah more attractive a thousand percent but it's because of the mystery and like everyone has cute eyes like i feel like it's very hard to not have cute eyes yeah so it's like the mystery of like who could they be like you're looking at their style and i think that's what like the intrigue is what makes people Mm -hmm. more attractive yeah yeah no i completely agree that's why uh, modest is hottest. <laughs> modest is hottest.
1: <laughs> um, so, so much for ever getting to see his face. I took my seat and we took off back to Texas. Once we landed, we exited the plane and we went to baggage claim. When we got to baggage claim, everyone from the flight was there waiting for their bags to come, including Q airport guy with his mom. Q airport guy's back was turned towards me and he was standing right in front of the baggage claim. So there was no way for me to see him unless I hopped on to the baggage claim. As any normal person would do, I took a photo of his back and put it on my Snapchat story with the caption, quote, airport boyfriend. I then put a funny selfie of me on my story with the caption, anyone in Houston recognize his back? A few minutes go by and our bags come. My mom and I grabbed our bags and headed to the car. In my head, I said goodbye to my airport boyfriend and future husband forever. (laughs) We got home and I took my bag up to my room and checked my phone. As soon as I checked my Snapchat, I let out a very loud, no. That's how I'm going to read it.
0: That was the most (laughs) muted, (laughs) sweet. No. No. Next time something happens to me, I'm going to try to be like (laughs) Air. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a guy from my school had replied to my snapchat of the cute airport guy with quote that's me shut <laughs> up shut up <laughs> That's so embarrassing. (laughs) She writes, I was all caps mortified (laughs) when I realized that it was him and that I had taken stalkerish pictures of him and that he actually saw them. Word got around at school and people did not let me live it down. And the guy who it was was called cute airport guy by many people after <laughs> that's that epic. well that's the end of my tearing it up about my cute airport boyfriend who definitely did not end up being anything near that thanks for Aww. reading love anonymous dang i was really rooting I for you guys i was gonna
0: say like what a perfect like meet cute yeah yeah like that's straight out of a movie
1: i was like man maybe he just needed to know that she liked him and yeah. then you know
0: it could have worked out i don't know
1: but I love that I love that the nickname stuck.
0: Yeah, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Dang. That's that like what a small world. Yeah, so the
1: message to be taken away from this is just go ahead and hop on the baggage claim and confirm if yeah. you know the person or not. Yeah. You know. Or
0: you know what I love to do is go up to people and just be like, you look so familiar. Do I look familiar to you yeah. even though I'm like I've do never we, seen you in do my life? We- know each other but then if you lead with that line for him he would have turned you and been like oh my god so and so I literally was like I think I know him yeah that's
1: hilarious I wonder if like subconsciously you were like oh I I know him that's why you were so intrigued
0: well I'm curious if like she has a crush on or she Mm. had kind Mm. of a crush on this guy Uh so it was like she felt him and was like hello Uh yeah interesting wow I really wish they got together in my mind they did (sighs) you know what I like
1: that. Let's That's how that. I
0: win every argument I ever get in. Because in my mind, I won. So it doesn't matter if you did or not. I walk away going, eh, eh.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
0: All right. um, Shall I just jump in? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This story is titled How to Reject a Guy. Oh. (laughs) Let me grab my list. I definitely feel like there's different levels of rejection. For sure, for sure. Like, I feel like we all subconsciously even reject people without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Like even like the other day, this guy pulled up to me, like next to my car, and he was just aggressively smiling and staring at me. And I did just a quick like l- made eye contact and looked right back. Like even that in it, it's way yeah. was like my cue to him like, hey, I'm not interested. Yeah. Right. Like we They'll all do look it throughout away. The day. They'll look away. So Let's see how deep yeah, yeah. this rejection is. Okay, Hey, Taryn and <laughs> Ashley. My name is Jody, and yes, you can say my name. Jody. I'm a huge fan of Ashley and Alicia for five years now. <gasps>
1: Queen. I
0: know. Thank you. Can't believe I literally grew up watching your videos. Also, Taryn's vlogs really helped me to feel less alone and understood. <laughs> I really learned how to love myself and appreciate uh, myself for the person I am, thanks to Taryn. Pull it together. Thank you. Pull it together. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, okay. I really want to thank you guys so much for inspiring me every single day. I've learned so much from you guys and the podcast especially. I'm always having it on repeat. Cute. Cute. Um, All right. Back to what I need advice on. I really do need advice on how to reject a guy. A little backstory. We've been friends for seven years now. Seven years is a long wow, time. Okay. Like me and you are going on what, eight? Ish. Ish? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. We went to the same secondary school. Is that high school? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, same secondary school together, and he was part of my friend group. We started to really get close and started to hang out one-on-one. Throughout these seven years, every time he would do something flirty or ask something too suspicious, I would ask him both in person and online if he had feelings for me, which I think is like super bold, right? Which the more you read this email, the more I realize, like, I think she's like an eight. (laughs) (laughs) okay she's very bold and very just like straight to the point yeah his answer would always be an immediate no I believed him and took it that we were just friends so I continued to hang out with him one on one however recently everything changed when he confessed to me just on our way home saying that he's liked me for seven years oh honey yeah oh no no which meant the whole time yeah The truth is I've never liked him, and I really feel that I shouldn't be seeing him anymore as I refuse to give him any hope that it will ever work out between us. I also don't want to lead him on any further than I already have. Mm -hmm. I, too, don't trust him anymore, nor do I feel comfortable going out with him one-on-one. I want to cut ties with him completely, but I know it's very harsh of me to do so. I feel that I don't have any other choice, though. I feel like our friendship isn't helpful healthy any longer for me or him i feel so bad leading him on for so long but a part of me knows that it's not my fault for doing so when i suggested to cut ties with him he cried even Aww. after i suggested not seeing each other he still says that we should continue to go out one-on-one as friends and keeps asking me when i could see him again or when he could see me again? And am I mad at him? And are we still friends via text? He also continues to say cheesy stuff over text, and it really disgusts me. <laughs> oh, shoot. She said disgust. Ay, she said disgust. How do I cut ties with someone that I have known literally for seven years in a way that is clear and would cause the least damage emotionally on him? If you managed to read this email, thank you. And I would actually cry. Thank you guys. Love Jody.
1: <laughs> Jody oof this is this is Dicky, <sighs> uh, cuz it's uh it's just it really depends on do you want to have a friendship with mm. this person or not and yeah. there's so many things that i feel like could be done like uh like only hanging out in in groups not alone um obviously telling him that you making it very clear that you you don't plan on dating him yeah. and you don't have don't share those feelings for him and then let him decide if he still wants to hang out with you, then I don't see anything wrong with hanging out, but I do think you need to set boundaries because he clearly, I don't think can set them for himself. Yeah. So as a friend and also just to keep you in the right, like in the, and in the clear, like maybe set boundaries where you only hang out in groups. You don't let yourself like, text too much Mm -hmm. maybe you know don't be too not like you're intentionally being flirty but sometimes it's easy to like kind of jokingly banter and that can come across as flirting yeah maybe refrain from that I had a very similar situation where I had a friend that we had known each other for a long time and eventually Taryn knows this he shared that he had feelings for me and I um Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was something very similar where I—I I forgot. <laughs> we had been friends for years, and um, I called that friends one friends with my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I was going out um, towards him for something. I was there by myself, and I was like, "Hey, like we should get dinner and drinks and like hang out and catch yes. up and stuff." Um, so I met him at his place, and we like walked around, and he showed me around his like where he lives, and <laughs> he eventually told me, <laughs> and I was just like thank you, <laughs> <The worst. laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I remember being so, so heartbroken because I genuinely like cared for him and like, thought you know he was a really good friend but I was like I yeah this isn't gonna happen again like I won't be coming out to visit yeah. anymore you yeah. know
0: um so. I still remember you called me and told me and I was like I knew it <laughs> I knew it. I was like oh god
1: got it but like that's one of those things where like the second they make it clear out of love for them and you wanting to protect them you have to be very clear like hi i don't feel the same way i do care about you but not in the same way that you feel and you have to draw those lines and make it very clear for them yeah 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 yeah. because if you don't have feelings then you're not going to get hurt but they very much will so it's you have to you gotta draw you gotta cut it
0: yeah you need to cut it. <laughs> you need to cut it. <laughs> I have so many things to say on this. One is, I feel like I feel like I always get hate. Not hate, because no one hates me. Um, <laughs> but I feel like people always push back when I say, I really think there comes a point in your life where you can't... Not you can't. It's not the best idea to be friends with the opposite sex. Mm. And it's because... I think it's very rare for two people or whatever your preference is, right? Mm-hmm. Like to be friends with someone who you love them dearly. I think I think sometimes love can be confused. It's very easy to shift from like I love you as a friend, I would do anything for you to romantic, right? And it usually takes like one time of some type of like physical connection or like something or you're feeling lonely or you're feeling like he makes me feel so happy or she makes me feel so like great about myself, like whatever it is. And I think that it is very hard to have those type of relationships where someone has tiny bit of feelings Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times it'll never come out I think a lot of times it's more like oh there's an attraction but it's not like that Mm -hmm. because you don't want to risk the friendship whatever but almost every person you talk to And they have that friendship. And if you're like, no, I don't have feelings for them. Well, they have feelings for you. Like, It's very, very rare. I think it can happen to an extent. But I think best friendships where you're always together, I think it is very, very rare. I do think... I think there is a...
1: I think it takes a very specific type of person yeah. to have that friendship and I think both people need to be that specific type of person yeah. and I think that is extremely rare I was having this conversation with my friend on the way to Mammoth this past week because we were just playing 20 questions we had like freaking a five and a half hour drive yeah. like, we had so much time so we were just asking each other like weird stuff and this was one of them and it was like can guys and girls of opposite sex um be friends like platonic friends Mm -hmm. and my my answer after like much thought and discussion was like no i think i think it's one i think it's very rare and then two i think it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be with the person but i think we're very much (laughs) we're gonna go down a a path right now i think we're very much animals in in that sense where there is a drive to procreate and to survive and to stay alive and that does involve like offspring
0: <laughs> yeah well and, and I like, think just
1: connection and, yeah obviously yeah. I think we're like a different level than animals but um I think that is still like something in us to where no you might not be attracted to him or want to like have a life with him but does that mean that you wouldn't be with him yeah you probably would
0: yeah it's just like I said, there's levels, right? Yeah. Like there's friends where like I see them every once in a while, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, like a friendship, like me and you, if I'm spending that amount of time with someone and telling them everything, like my deepest things, and they're sharing with me, like you can't have that and not start to like be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, wait, is this something? Like, yeah. especially the like daily basis. Yes. Yeah. And eventually, you're gonna get with someone. And that then creates a tricky dynamic. So it's just, so anyways, all this to say, I think either way, no matter what all we've talked about, he clearly has feelings for you. Yeah, he's made it very clear. Yeah. So there's going to be awkwardness that comes when you start dating someone where he's going to get upset. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, If mm -hmm. he starts dating someone, they're not going to want you around if they find out like he like confessed his love for you. There's tension, you're getting grossed out by stuff he says. So I think either way it's showing this friendship isn't meant to continue the way it was. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think it has to be these like this big dramatic thing. I think you can be very clear with him and just say, hey, I'm I'm cool with us being friends, but here are my boundaries. Like yeah. I don't want to hang out with you one on one. I don't think we should be like texting each other and like when we hang out in groups and we see each other. Cool. But like for me, I need that space. Yeah. yeah. And also like it could die down eventually. Like I've had a guy that confessed feelings for me. It was super awkward. We didn't talk for a while. And then one day he just came up and was like, Hey, like, I want to be friends again and I was like, okay. And like we were cool, you know. Yeah. But did that change the way I acted to him? Yeah, yeah because I'm not a bad person. Like sure I did not want to hurt don't, him. Like
1: touch him while you're talking, exactly. like hand on his arm exactly. or something like that. You make sure that like eye contact doesn't linger and yeah. that nothing comes across as flirty fully. And-
0: yeah, and I I definitely am the type of person I've said this before, like people have accused me of being a flirt, but it's because I act like even if I just met you, I'm the type that acts like I've known you forever. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I am very like physical. I'm very like, oh, let's just talk about everything and our feelings and tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. So it I have had to learn the time and place for certain things. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. But anyways, I feel like it's very clear and I know you're writing in because you feel guilty about like having to cut ties, but I think you need to cut it. There are options. And if you want to go the way of like, hey, let's create some boundaries, see how it goes. And then if he can't do that, yeah. then be like the drastic like, hey, we can't talk anymore. Yeah. But um, and I think just like give him a heads up. Just be like, hey,
1: yeah, I know how you feel. I'm so sorry. I don't feel that way out of pre- out of respect and love for you. Maybe don't use the word love. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to I make sure you. that you know we are protecting you at all costs. I would love yeah. if we don't hang out one on one. Still down to hang out in groups, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Draw
0: those lines. Fully agree. Wow, you got this, Jody. Wisdom dropped. Wisdom dropped. Mischief managed. Mischief managed.
1: Okay, going into my story, I don't want to say the title because I feel like it's going it to give too much away, away Ooh, okay. but it is from Anonymous. And let's dive in, shall we? Hi, Taryn and Ashley. I hope you ladies are having an amazing day and that 2022 is going well for you thus far. I started a binge listening to your podcast in 2020 and have not missed a single episode since. Ooh. My girl. I gave it away. It's a girl. <laughs> Uh, Fine. Stories were a dash. <laughs> I find myself re listening to old episodes because I'm too impatient to wait for Monday you two are that. so wise oh, she called
0: us wise yeah we're gonna
1: walk out of here with our heads high today
0: there's so- do you ever have times because I feel like everyone who writes in is like you changed so many people you guys are like so amazing you're so smart and then sometimes like all moments where I'm like in my room my room's a mess Something smells in my room and I can't find it <laughs> and I'm playing VR for hours by myself and I'm like, do they know? Like? <laughs> do they really know? But maybe that's what's so inviting about us is we show all we're sides. We're relatable as hell. Taylor we are Renee. relatable yes. and everyone would be more relatable if we were just so much more open about our mess too, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Tangent. Keep going.
1: <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Let's say it again. You two are so wise and I love your YouTube (laughs) channels as well. I've thought about writing into you guys about many things, but when this situation came about, I ran right to my laptop to email you guys. I love it. Wow. (laughs) I hope that you'll read this on the pod, but even if you don't, I'm just excited to be emailing you. Now, this story isn't exactly about me. And because of the nature of the story, I would like to stay anonymous. But for you guys to know, my name is blank. Let me get into the story because it's quite complex. I have an older sister, let's call her Piper. She's 23. Piper. Piper is a cute name. Uh, she's 23 and I'm 20. Piper has been teaching at a school in our city for the past two years through a fellowship program. I know you guys love details and these will definitely come into play. This year, she was able to begin her master's program for teaching online through a partnership between her job and NYU. This fall, she was assigned to a sort of mentor to monitor her teaching hours and to be an advisor to her. Her mentor happened to be male, and let's call him Seth.
0: Is this going to further prove my point?
1: I don't know. About halfway through (laughs) the fall semester, she began mentioning him a lot more and Uh going to the gym with him. She oh, also, shoot. yeah, the gym is not a kid. Oh, shoot. If you're friends with the opposite sex and y'all work out together, Dude, oh, <laughs> it's a matter of time. <laughs> if a guy gets me to go to the gym, just period, period. Point, Taryn's interested. I'm into it. Taryn is a traracta. no much. one
0: would I choose to <laughs> run like a duck in front of, so. Run like a duck in front of. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mental <sighs> picture. Jen,
1: okay. She also mentioned that he trains a lot of people, so I didn't really think anything of it. Eventually, along the line, Piper mentioned that he was married and had a child. (gasps) My mom, who can be very judgmental and tends to jump to extensive conclusions, automatically found it odd that she was spending time at the gym with him so often. Mm. Isn't it weird how moms know?
0: Moms know. But like, yes, but also... who? mentor no what when you are a married man Mm. Mm -hmm. there is a very small source of excuses that you should be spending time outside of your job or like things that you're doing Uh going to do activities alone with a female that's not your wife also we're talking like
1: not student but student
0: yeah like younger but like yeah. That's not like if my husband was ever like, "Oh yeah, I was working I'm out going with to the, the gym. I got a new gym partner. Her name yeah. is like Susan, what, a Susan? <laughs> her name's Piper. Piper." I would be like, "Then no." Huh?
1: That's a hard no. Huh. <laughs> um anyways, continuing on. The mom brought it up a lot and talked down on Piper behind her back. I'm extremely loyal to my sister, so I mentioned it to her, but Piper still reassured me that there was nothing going on. It's coming. It's coming. (sighs) That brings us to today. Just (laughs) this evening, Piper sent me a text saying she needed to talk to me about something and that she was not okay. She ended up FaceTiming me and admitting to me that she had slept with Seth. Not once, but twice. And yes, Seth is still married with a child.
0: Oh my God, I hate men.
1: Piper told me that this happened back in December and that she knew she was a horrible person. She also said that she understood if I didn't want to be around her, but I reassured her that I would not do that, although I am very disappointed in her decision. On top of all of that, she also said that her roommate and co-worker admitted to knowing about the affair <gasps> since it happened and avoiding her purposefully because of it. For reference, Piper's roommate had been at the apartment less and less since December and staying with her girlfriend instead. She told Piper that she did not want to be friends with her right now because she is extremely uncomfortable with her decisions. Shoot. Home. And she had been cheated on before and knows how it feels.
0: Oh, that is, that is one of the biggest triggers I feel like out there mm-hmm. is like if you've been cheated on anything comes up in regards yeah. to that and you're automatically like so triggered and like there for the person and angry yes. with them yes you yes, know? yes yes oh i asked my
1: sister why she slept with seth and if he'd been treating her differently at work since i can tell that piper feels horrible and she was saying things like i know i don't deserve anything good in life we talked for a while and i tried my best to comfort her without justifying her decision my question is What advice do you have for my sister Piper? How does she move forward with this and become a better person? I also have a long term boyfriend and can't even imagine how sick I would feel if I were to be cheated on, so it's harder for me to give advice. Should she ask Seth to tell his wife the truth? Should she tell his wife? Should she leave the school she works at after the semester? I have never dealt with someone who intentionally cheated or helped someone cheat, and I don't know what to say or how to be there for my sister and also let her know that her actions were awful. I also am concerned because Piper and I were planning on getting an apartment together at the end of the summer, but this decision and some other decisions that she's made in the past are really making Mm. me question whether it's safe slash wise to live with her. I really need and want to get out and get my own place because my home life is not very healthy. I won't go into detail since this email is already so long. I need all of the advice that you ladies can offer. I love you guys so much. And thank you for reading this email. XOXO anonymous. And then she says also You guys will (laughs) definitely... I didn't read the PS. (laughs) We just got invited to a wedding (laughs) again. Shucks. You guys, what is at your weddings? And it means Uh, everything. Dude, I don't think... I don't think... I don't think that you guys understand how down Taryn and I are (laughs) to just freaking show up and crash your wedding. We would
0: love... I would like to give a speech. We (laughs) would love... Imagine me up there. Hi, everyone. Imagine
1: like walking in and everyone be like, oh, how do you know the bride and groom? And we'd be like, uh.
0: We should say we're their therapists. <laughs> That's epic. We're their
1: life counselors. Um, her life guidance sh- counselors. Yeah. Thank you so much for the wedding invite. We'll um, this either. is very
0: exciting. Uh, can't wait to show up. I have so many things to say. Yeah, I think...
1: I think we've gotten so many emails about people who have accidentally cheated and we've gotten so, and I, and I realize that, that it can be sticky and sometimes you get in situations where like it just kind of happened and you weren't planning on it. This, how I agree, does feel so much more different because it was such a slow, like build up to yeah. it. It doesn't feel the same as like, oh, we got drunk, we were on a thing and it just kind of happened. And yeah, this is very much like you saw it coming. Mm-hmm. So it was very intentional for Piper to be like, listen. I like you. I know you have a family. I'm doing this anyways. That's what sh- that's what I think. Like, takes us to the next level.
0: See, and this is one of those. Like, I feel like it's hard for us to even fully give advice on what she should do, right? Because there's so there are so many things at play here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, is this like is he this old creepy dude who like uses his position to like seduce? His, um, what is she? He's like her trainer, right? Uh, She's in a fellowship program and he is her mentor. Okay. Like, is this just something that's happened all the time? Because then, and this sucks, and I'm not the type of person to go around and be like, sexist blah, blah, blah like that's not but there are some harsh realities out there right yeah. mm-hmm. and it could be that this guy has done this thing that the administration knows about it and they just try to make stuff like hush hush and it just goes away Yeah. or it could be something where if she reported it there was action that was taken and whatever she could tell the wife because I think the wife deserves to know but then also like how much like at what point she need, I think your sister needs to think about herself right now Yeah. and what is best for her. And if what's best for her is just to like cut everything, leave, quit the job, leave, she doesn't want to get involved in everything, mm-hmm. then she should do that. If what's best for her is to shoot just an email to the wife and or a, a letter or whatever and say like, hey, I just want you to know A, B and C. If she wants to report, if she wants to like create the waves and like hope that it creates a change because obviously stuff's going on within this company that shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's hard to say because I don't know what your sister like mentally and emotionally can handle. And I don't know what the outcome is, because unfortunately, there's so many women that report stuff And are just dismissed and Mm -hmm. fired or, you know, obviously not for that reason because they would never like fully be able to say that. Right. Yeah. And then you leave with all this emotional damage of like they didn't believe me or they didn't care like they chose him over me. Yeah. So it's it's hard because there are so many possibilities of how this situation could end up. Right. So I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Being like a part of suggesting a certain thing that could have that impact on her. Yeah, I could say, me as a a wife, I would want to know. Like, I would wanna know what's going on behind my back. But I can't, you know what I mean? Like I just don't wanna say something and have her do it and then have that responsibility if something happens. So, it's hard. I think what Piper needs to do is sit down and decide
1: what her options are and what's best for her. If that means staying in this fellowship,
0: then I think. (sighs) But how do you, how do you continue in that? That's what I like. We're talking about this other situation. That's like, Oh, they're friends. And he told me he liked me. I can't even be his friend. Yeah. Let alone like you're going to go and have to report to this guy and see him. Like, Chances are either it's going to be super awkward and damaging to you or you're going to keep sleeping with him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I
1: would. Terrence, right. I feel like you need maybe you can stay in the same fellowship program and just request a new mentor. Mm-hmm. I am going to I don't know if this is a healthy answer or not. But I, I am definitely, I avoid conflict at all costs. I would bounce so hard. Yeah. And that, I'm just going, I don't know if this is advice, but, but what, this is what I would do. No, but that's
0: what we're saying. Like, yeah. you know your skill set and yeah. your levels, and you know you couldn't handle, like, this big thing. I couldn't, I couldn't thing. see him every yeah. day. And if I had already, like,
1: um, if I had already, like... Broken down and like slept with him, then it's gonna happen again. Yeah, that's how I am in all things in life. Like (laughs) once I like break that like first time, then I'm like, okay, it's done. I'm eating the whole cake. You know, like it's just like that's just my personality. So I don't think I could be around him. Period. Yeah. So I would I would try to figure out. I would I would want to stay at my school and be in my fellowship program at all costs. Um, so I would try to find a new mentor and you don't need to tell them why it's no one's business. Honestly. Um, if, if you don't want to tell anyone, you don't have to, but I would just get rid of him in your life period. Um, all communication and uh, avoid possibly running into him at all costs. Yeah. Um, if that is not an option, um, may, for whatever reason, then maybe it's time to find a different place for your yeah. fellowship program maybe you can do it at a different school um that sucks because i know you've been working so hard and or piper has been working so hard but it's one of those things taryn so right we can't we can't really i need to know so much more
0: yeah because then you have the flip side that's like well why should she have to leave right why should she have to like run away like she's not in a relationship also she's not the authority figure exactly I know she's a
1: grown adult 23 is old enough to she's an adult Um, but that is still that is him being very inappropriate yeah in his workplace and her being the like yeah student Uh, so that puts him in a really bad position
0: Uh, oof that is tough that's what I'm saying like it's like I think my initial response is like no, like, you need to, like, report it. You need to tell the wife, like, all these things. But I I know that, and it's so hard because people who are, like, the other woman, the other man, like, you get this rap that you're just this awful, terrible person. And I think sometimes it's so much easier to hate that person than to, like, hate the person that you love that you're still in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. But end of the day, like... He is the one like massively in the wrong. Like, should she have done it? No, she went into it knowingly. She has to take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just so hard because I have been the other person. And did I go into it knowingly? No, but I watched how at the end of it, I was literally thrown to the side like a piece of garbage while this guy just like continued on with his life and like was so happy as if nothing happened. And that was such a damaging experience for me that I still am like processing. Right. So I just that's what I'm saying is like she needs to be careful of what comes after this, because not only is she going to have trust issues because she's seen firsthand how easy it is, but she also is going to feel Like she keeps saying, like, I understand if you don't talk to me, I'm I'm a terrible person. All this stuff. Like, yes, what you did was terrible. But all of us make mistakes. That does not determine who we are and what our future is. So she's no worse than like what anyone else has done either. Yeah. She's got to figure out how to take control back of like who she is and then step forward. Tomorrow's a new day. Be a person that you can be proud of tomorrow. You know what I mean? So. It's just hard cuz I think she needs to figure out where she's going. Does this guy deserve to get caught and in, in trouble? Yeah, he fully does. And I and like there's a tiny bit of me that hopes that happens, mm-hmm. but I also think Piper needs to figure out what is best for her, mm-hmm. what can she handle, what kind of support system does she have yeah. and kind of move on from there. And what will allow her to continue in
1: her program yeah. and continue school and work
0: yeah um, in a way that makes sense and she's comfortable with not going in every day and being like yeah this is so awkward yeah, you know yeah and like
1: not necessarily going to the school and like telling everyone either like it it's whatever's whatever f- feels right for her um but, but now i, her I roommate hope that she knows. i hope that she stands up for herself yeah. also um that can
0: just create such a like Sometimes, I said, like a bad rep, like yeah. you are known for this. And it's like, oh, well, I wouldn't trust her around my man. I wouldn't like, yeah, she's, she's got to be careful what, how this plays
1: out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in some, pl- in some cases, obviously right now it's just her, you writer anonymous um, and her roommate. But if it like, if it continues to grow and the rumors tend to spread, or start to spread, sometimes it's better to just narrate, take control of the narrative yeah. and like say it yourself. Um, again, that's something that she would have to decide. It's so hard. If it was just two people, I wouldn't feel the need to like, make this huge um, petition um, or or get him written up in any way. I would probably tell the wife and yeah, kind of what- leave that on in their corner um, but again, if the rumors start flowing, then I I personally would rather take charge of what's being said and say, "Hey, this happened," and take it to yeah. the board or I don't know where you work, but
0: yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> then I mean I've seen firsthand situations where you know someone is like their marriage is basically over they're miserable all this stuff they have an affair and then the marriage ends up ending and they were with them and that was then a healthy relationship like I've seen every type of outcome like Mm -hmm. from personal experience like people I know and love Mm -hmm. so that's why it's such a situational thing of like where you're gonna go from here Mm -hmm. and I don't know what her conversations are like with this guy is he is he just being like super sleazy like the next day acts like it didn't happen or is he like I love you like I'm gonna leave her like not that cheating is ever right and I want to say that so so clear I don't care what your situation is there is always a better option Mm -hmm. There's always a better option, yeah. but there are a lot of things that come into play that we don't know. So that's yeah. why it's so hard to like, are there know real how to handle it. Are
1: they, was this just a one-time thing? Yeah. Sounds like it probably was. I wish I knew like his age. I know. I know. I know. There's, <laughs> There's so, so many, many things. things
0: I want to know. I would say like as her sister sit with her, I think it's really good um if you care about a person you need to care about them enough to say hey what you're doing is wrong Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah and those are hard conversations to have but i think you reassure her that you love her you're not judging her you're here for her but Mm -hmm. also like ask her those hard questions yeah and also like that's what sisters are for so if she Mm -hmm.
1: obviously she messed up she's aware of that be you're the type of person and you're in the position to be her accountability buddy where you're just like hey listen, I love you. You messed up, but guess what? It's okay. However, you got to do better. Yeah. Like moving forward, don't just assume that you can go back to seeing him and working out with him and like spending time in your fellowship program with him. That's all got to change. And if you don't, then you are headed down a very messy road that I don't want to watch you go down. Yeah. So maybe that means we don't live together because I don't want to sit here and watch you make a mess of everything and then have to pick it up later. You yeah. Know? Oh my God, would, that's a whole other... I would other... want to be there for her, but yeah. I don't necessarily want to sit
0: there <laughs> and watch it play out, you yeah. know? It's hard. Yeah, I think your best be there for her, but also it sounds like you have your own stuff going on with like your house and needing to get mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't feel like that would be a stable, secure situation, don't do it because... because yeah, we don't know what else is going no, on either. No, your, your living area and circumstance has to be... A safe spot for mm-hmm. you too and so. it's okay to be
1: selfish yeah in that way no, you need fully. to take care of yourself first before helping someone else
0: oh such a i hate i hate how common that is yeah like oh, it's so it's so, so common up. and yeah. it's i don't know it's just heartbreaking to me and i think i don't know there's so many factors that come into it so I feel like hopefully something we said can spark a, like, yeah, that's a good question to ask her, or yeah. I need to, like, whatever. Maybe
1: something resonated. But
0: at the end of the day, she's got to take control of her own life. And I do believe that stuff, like, what goes around comes around. And this guy, hopefully, is going to learn his lesson, too, in some way. Yeah. And a lot of times, I.
1: this is the last thing I'm going to say. I think something
0: something that happens to a
1: lot of people when this occurs is you feel this, like, huge sense of shame and rightfully so like i get that um so you don't talk about it and you don't want to talk about it because you don't want rumors to be spread but 90 percent of the time i feel like and i say 90 i don't know where that came from um i i wouldn't be shocked if he's done this with someone else too
0: and that's what i'm super curious about where
1: sometimes it is better to say it and get it out in the open because i mean that's how the whole me too moment movement mm-hmm. happened anyways was someone finally spoke up um so i don't know i'm just in my head based off of this email I i'm picturing so this many like more sleazy things. professor yeah. who has a track record of hooking up with girls um i mean in my head i'm like uh he he even got her to his gym and was working out with her See, that, like that's that intentional that's
0: wasn't even there like if they if he hadn't been like hey let's go work out together just the two of them like yeah. you right when you read it i was like mm, this is weird yeah then maybe, I don't, I don't know. There's so, there's so there's many so things much, I need to know. But in
1: my head, especially with the gym thing, he's a sleazy professor, and I would not be shocked if he's done this before. But again, I don't know the guy. There's so much I want to know. Um, ugh. I think you're an amazing sister for writing yeah. in on behalf of your sister. I think be there for her when she needs you, but a healthy distance is crucial mm-hmm. to your sanity and mental health. Um, I don't think you, I don't think you need to live with your sister. I, th- I think... Um, if you guys are feeling like you're in two different places, then maybe that's you don't okay. need that. And that's totally fine. Um, but dang, I hope she gets, very, gets out of it. You seem yeah. very wise and level-headed, and mm-hmm. I love that. And I think your sister needs a little bit of you in her life. So yeah, you're a good big, good little sister. Little sister. little sis. Good little sis.
0: oof well, ending on that heavy note.
1: <laughs> uh, the message should be taken away from this one, ladies and gentlemen. Don't cheat. Just don't do it. Don't, don't cheat,
0: do it. or no one has time for that. Hire a private investigator. <laughs> just to check in every month. <laughs> it's not that I don't trust you. <laughs> well, I guess. Well, I. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, okay. Should
1: we have a dad joke? Let's let's end it on a positive note because you guys know we love ending on a dad joke.
0: I could have talked about that situation for like five hours. Oh, more. same. I still have so much to say I'm and like so much is like running through my head.
1: emailing her back and being right? like, wait, I need to know his age and I need to know his if address. If we go to the wedding, we're going to be like, <gasps> <"What is that?" laughs> oh my God, the wedding.
0: Ah, anyways. Okay. My friend asked me if I could name two different structures that hold water. I said, well, damn. That's good. You get it? Because well, well, and damn. Damn. That's great. <laughs>
1: Is it ash? yeah that was really good okay good that was really good <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh you guys already know if you made it to the dad joke that we love you the mostest um thank you so much for listening to this episode if you guys are sitting on something a sticky situation like what we read today, or maybe something more serious or something maybe more lighthearted, write it in. This is your sign to do so. Taryn and I live for the drama. So give us all the dirty details um, and be sure to follow us on all of our socials because we continue the conversations there.
0: Yes, we love you all. Have a great day. Hug your loved ones. (laughs) That's it. Say bye. Bye.